everyone. Welcome to episode 10 of Human Seeking Human. My name's Alex, and I read personal ads in old newspapers to look at the ways people search for love. This week, uh, we are going to one specific state. I decided to switch up how I do this and uh, decided to look at papers from one state. So actually, these are all from the Bismarck Tribune in Bismarck, North Dakota. Here's the first one. This is from October 8th, 1998. Single white male, about 30, fun-loving. I live in Sedona, Arizona, one of the most beautiful places in the world. Looking for a single white female, 23 to 32, for relationship. We're just a plane ride away. Thanks. Okay, this guy over here was basically using Tinder Passport before that was even a thing. Putting an ad up in a newspaper in North Dakota. Why? I'm I'm saying that not to judge, but I'm so curious. Why specifically Bismarck, North Dakota? And I wonder if I look at other papers on this date in other states. If he just reached out far and wide. But I don't know. This seems like a lot of work. In order to get someone to fly to you. Okay, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm not judging because when my the first time my now ex and I met, I flew to see her in Portland. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, like we met on Instagram, and then I just bought a flight three weeks later and visited. <laughs> so, um, anyway, uh, yeah. So no, definitely no judgment for my end, but um, I'm just curious why this paper specifically. Because uh, I, I looked it up. It is a 22-hour drive, 1,300 miles um, between Bismarck and Sedona. It, it's not even a state away. It's far. You know, maybe, maybe he just heard something great about North Dakota women. And you heard, heard it here, too, folks. Something great. There's something great about North Dakota women. Um, so, yeah, maybe, maybe if you're looking for someone, hop on Tinder. Use uh, Tinder Passport to change your location and uh put yourself in bismarck you never you never know who you might meet all right here is one from uh march 25th 1999 ten thousand dollar long-term relationship bonus professional bismarck businessman six foot one light brown hair blue eyes collegiate graduate enjoys computers swimming outdoor sports in search of trustworthy, honest woman. 23 to 40, childless, youthful, energetic spirit with good communication skills. Um, I don't know if this is real, as in if the beginning is real, where they say $10,000 long-term relationship bonus. I mean, now that is tempting. I might have, you know what? Hold on. Let me pause this recording. I need to give this number a call, see if this works. Okay, I couldn't get through. Um, yeah, wow. That sounds pretty good. I, I could use that right now. I might not meet their uh, specific expectations, but it's worth a shot. If, if it means potentially getting $10,000, I mean, come on. All right, here's one from October 22nd, 2000. Hi, divorced white female, 45, I'd like to get to know a simple, honorable man whose love for JC is number one. 
you might be wondering, why would I include this? Well, it's because I am not the smartest sometimes. I read this and I thought, wow, they're looking for an honorable man whose love for J.C. Penny is number one. I legitimately thought J.C. was short for J.C. Penny. And I thought, cool, that's amazing. I would say, hey, if you're a Maxinista, just like me, give me a call. Might not give you a $10,000 bonus, but I might buy you a set of utensils, depending on the price. Yeah, but if if you haven't picked up on it, it, it means Jesus Christ. It is uh, That's what JC means. So they're just a, a religious person looking for another religious person, uh, which is quite common in these, um, these personal ads. Uh, however, despite that, I still managed to misunderstand and actually think that this person was looking for someone who was obsessed with JCPenney. Uh, maybe because in my book, that's extremely normal and just makes sense. All right. We've got two here. These are from July 15th, 1998. First one, perfectly honest, single white male, 45, six foot, 180 pounds, brown hair, green eyes, likes various types of things. Looking for single white female, 40 to 50, attractive, honest. Speaking of honesty, you can't get more honest than saying you like various types of things. You're you're not you're not leading anyone on here. You're telling them, "Hey, I have interests." It's mysterious. It leaves you guessing. It's weirdly exciting. I don't know if this would work necessarily. I don't know if anyone would respond positively to this, but I liked it personally. Another thing to add to my dating profile, likes various types of things. Because, hey, there's got to be something that we have in common. But if I'm too specific, you might get get scared away. So I'll just say I like various things, and then we'll figure out what we have in common. Okay, I've, uh, 10 episodes in, I probably have quite the list of things I've said I'd add to a dating profile. Um, this is, this it's going to be a messy one. It's going to be a messy one, that's for sure. All right, here's one more. White male, 47, tall, sometimes slim, self-confident, sometimes needing encouragement, romantic, passionate, nurturing, seeking very feminine, single female, 30 to 47. There's something particularly vulnerable about this that I really, really liked. I really liked the way they put sometimes needing encouragement. You don't see stuff like that too often in these. Uh, you know, people will be really self-deprecating, which is one way to show that maybe they need encouragement or, um, they're somewhat self-conscious. Uh, I know that's how my self-deprecation usually uh, works, but, but you don't usually get someone who says, Hey, sometimes I'm going to need encouragement. And I like that. I think if we were all able to be more open about our needs, especially uh, vulnerable needs like that, I think, I think the world would be a better place. And what I especially love here is that's one of the first things they're telling these people. Strangers. They're putting it out there. They're saying, hey, I might need your encouragement. And someone who says, my love language, how I'll show my love to you is uh, words of affirmation, then that can click. They can say, oh my gosh, this is someone I'm looking for, someone that I want to um, give words of affirmation to. So yeah, I you know I, I think that's actually surprising, even though it's somewhat 
vague. I think it's surprisingly um, a useful thing to put in a, a, a personal ad. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. And you know what? I relate to that. <laughs> I'm someone who also thrives off of encouragement. Uh, I used to be the kind of person who, when I would receive a compliment, I would brush it off and actually sometimes deny the compliment. And I remember, I think it was in fifth grade, I played violin um, for my in front of my school, and I was so nervous. And afterwards, a friend of mine at the time who also played violin said, oh, you were a little sharp or something. And it really like got in my head, and I was so upset at myself. Um, and... Then later, one of my teachers, actually my like, still one of my favorite teachers, um, Mrs. Thompson, she approached me and complimented me and said that I did a great job. And I said, no, 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 I was sharp. You know, it, it didn't sound good. And she, <laughs> like, she didn't get upset, but she was very stern. And she said, I wouldn't have given that compliment if I didn't mean it. So accept the compliment because you did do really well. And I wouldn't have said it if I didn't mean it. And it hit me so hard and struck me so hard. And I thanked her and I still think about it. It was one of those lessons I learned um, that, yeah, has really stuck with me. And now when I receive compliments, I accept them because I realize that's the healthy thing to do. And it also shows your appreciation for the person giving that the compliment. And I encourage you all to do the same. And when I tell you all that I'm so thankful for you and I love all of you, I mean it 100%. So, hey, accept it, okay? You better freaking accept that. Yeah. You heard me. And speaking of encouragement, um, you all have given me so much encouragement. And you all have been so amazing to me, whether it's with uh, the reviews I've asked you to write on Apple Podcasts. There's so many great ones. Thank you. Uh, whether it's uh, the emails you've sent in, uh, it's seriously the best. Kind words have been motivating and incredibly helpful for uh, me and my mental health, honestly. Um, speaking of which, I'm doing I'm doing pretty well right now. I've My medication seems to be kicking in. I upped it recently. And yeah, to anyone else who's going through the same similar th- process, I'm uh, rooting for you. I'm here for you. Uh, feel free to send an email in if there's anything you want to talk about. Yeah. Speaking of sending emails in, how about we get into our next segment? It's called Honest Ads, and it's where I read ads sent in by you about what you're going through in life, uh, what you're searching for, what you're seeking, really anything. So let's see what we have for you today. Human Seeking God. A reverently delightful woman in her mid-thirties seeks God. Wonders if she is having a life crisis of a sort, or if Jesus really did finally catch up with her blasphemy, kindness, and wondrous, highly functional depression in order to make her start asking the real questions in life. Oscillating between believing and soul-level rage about how God could be both loving and also deeply unfair is a trademark in her daily life. While praying, the very confronting whys of her life seem to cut in, unannounced, to demand answers about the current state of the world, of her life, of her heart. Seeking God who will meet her where she is, meet her at the terrible Jesus jokes she makes, the wonder of a God when she looks up at the night sky and asks herself, if there isn't a creator, where did all this come from? 
seeking God who meets her on her mountain of anxiety, her questioning about why she was paired with a life partner that she can never truly be with at the intersection between faith and salty moodiness. God, I am seeking you. Are you listening? Are you working all things for good even though they seem horrible? Did you set me down this path alone to test me? And will you be there to help along the way? You know where to reach me. When I read this one, I was actually really, really excited to include this in the episode. Um, because, first of all, it's very different than what we've had before. Um, and I, I tend not to talk about religion, um, just in general, actually. Uh, I... I, I I joke about how, you know, going to Catholic school and what that was like for 15 years and being raised Catholic and, um, but I don't often talk about that part, like how per, the personal serious side of, uh, religion and how I see it. Uh, not that I'm going to get too into that. You know, I don't want to take away from this ad. Um, but I am very impressed by the way that you were able to put these thoughts into words. Uh, personally, when it comes to religion, I do struggle to talk about it because, you know, I was raised Catholic. My family, so many members of my family are religious. Uh, and it's something that I've, you know, grown apart from. Uh, but I still appreciate and recognize how important it is for other people. And the way you presented this and your thought process and the questions that you ask yourself and that you ask God and the way they come across, I think is very thought provoking. And I'm sure very important to so many other people who are listening, because that's a very real concern is, is if, if God were real, how could so much suffering exist? How could, how could you go through the difficult times you've been through? It doesn't seem to line up. And what really resonated with me is you talking about God meeting you despite your blasphemy or despite the jokes you make, God's still meeting you. That's how I view it too. Like I've said, it's it's a weird topic for me, but I, I wouldn't say that I'm religious. I don't go to church. Um, however, I would like to think that if God were real, if heaven were real, for example, um, that as long as I live my life being the best I can be and doing what I think is right for other people and living with the best intentions, I'd like to think at the end of the day, whether or not I was 100% believed in God, that God would still meet me and say, you know what, you did good. Um, <laughs> you know, you did your best and it, this sounds, this, this is talk about blasphemous. I don't think it matters in my life, whether or not I believe 100% that God is real. You know, I know faith is extremely important in religion, <laughs> of course, especially like Catholicism, the idea of faith and believing in something that you can't see. Um, but you know what, honestly, the way I see it, as long as I'm doing best, the best thing for uh, the people in my community, the people that I love, the people, uh, really anyone, you know, as long as I'm doing my best and trying to live my best life and doing what's good and what's right, at the end of the day, hey, I can be happy. And if God is real, why why would I be thrown into some hell because, because of that? You know, I don't know. Just because I don't 100% believe. Those are my thoughts. I'm sorry that I just took over like I said I wouldn't, but... um. <laughs> You know, I can't answer your questions, obviously. You know, they, they were very specific to you and to your experience and meant for, you know, the potential of a higher power. Um, but I want to commend you for asking them. I think that's really important, personally. I, I, I love that. 
you know, a lot of growth can come from asking those questions. And especially when they're difficult questions like that, you know, that is not, religion's not an easy topic. But um, anyway, I, I'm very glad you wrote in. This was, I think that this was really important for me to read and it actually allowed me to reflect on myself. Um, so I know that I <laughs> encourage you to write in for your own reasons and to get things off your chest. And uh, But I do want to say thank you for not only writing in, but allowing me to reflect on this and talk about this. And yeah, if you ever want to update us or just send me a personal uh, response about uh, your struggles or how you feel about your faith, feel free to do so. I, I encourage that. I'm here for you. I'm here for all of you. I really am enjoying this experience of being able to hear from you and learn your thoughts and really feel close to my listeners. Of course, when I started the show, I planned this segment, but I didn't realize how um, vulnerable you'd be willing to be with me. And I also didn't realize how vulnerable you'd allow me to be with you. So thank you. If you'd like to send in your own honest ad, feel free to send an email to humanseekinghuman at gmail.com with the subject honest ad. And if you'd like to follow the show on social media, go to Human Seeking Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You know what? I haven't posted really much. I mean, I posted the D2 Mighty Ducks thing. I'll post something fun tomorrow. I don't know what, but just check it out, I guess. I'll I'll, I'll come up with something. might not be relevant to anything, but we'll figure it out. Um, I'm trying to be a little more active on there. Anyway, uh, Human Seeking Pod, or follow me at Zandy Schieffer. Uh, on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch. Thank you all for our 10 episodes. You know, I've been enjoying this quite a bit, and I'm I'm very, very pleased. And I also have some uh, really exciting things planned already. A couple things in mind that I am looking forward to sharing with you and doing. So, uh, yeah, thanks for being here. Uh, th- there's more to come, and I think we're only going to get better from here. So thanks all, and I'm looking forward to talking to you next week. Until then.